Hey guys, and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the financial news and events of last week and the week ahead as of Monday, September 11th, 2023. In this week's episode, I'll be covering the latest interest rate decision from the Reserve Bank of Australia from last week. We'll touch on the stronger than expected gross domestic product or GDP in Australia for the second quarter of 2023. And lastly, I'll provide an overview of how global equity markets performed last week. So let's get into it. Starting with the rate decision last week by the Reserve Bank, as widely expected, we saw the central bank leave interest rates on hold at the current rate of 4.1%. This is the third month in a row the RBA has left rates on hold. And off the back of the interest rate decision, we did see the Australian dollar fall quite sharply on Tuesday, fell about 1%. And the, the Reserve Bank is in a bit of a tricky position with the Australian dollar as it does have some responsibility to ensuring the stability in, in the currency. So as we can sit, continue to see this disparity in official interest rates with the Reserve Bank and the official interest rates with some of our major trading partners, the US, for example, where the Federal Reserve has lifted interest rates to 5.5%. We're at 4.1%. So if we see that gap continue to widen, that's going to have downward pressure on the Australian dollar. And as a result, you could argue that this is having the effect of Australia importing inflation due to us having to pay more for our goods and services from overseas. So essentially, if we're buying goods and services from overseas, we're needing to we're needing to exchange more Australian dollars for US dollars in order to, to buy those, those overseas goods. However, this should improve in, in the medium term as the, the Federal Reserve in the US looks to finish its, its current interest rate hiking cycle. There wasn't anything too noteworthy in the, the post-meeting statement other than Philip Lowe's mention of increased uncertainty around the, the outlook for the Chinese economy. Now, this is the first time in a couple of months that we've seen China mentioned in the post-meeting statement. So they're just referring to the, the ongoing stresses in the, the Chinese property market. So naturally, this is going to be something that the, the Reserve Bank is going to be looking at going forward. And this last interest rate decision marks the, the last meeting with Phil Lowe as, as governor before Michelle Bullock takes the, the reins uh, effective this month. In more economic news out of Australia last week, on Wednesday, we saw the release of the national accounts by the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the, the ABS. We saw as part of this gross domestic products or GDP, which is a measure of economic output. It grew by stronger than expected. It grew by 0.4% in the second quarter of 2023. And this takes the annual rate of GDP in Australia to 2.1%. A statistic of interest that comes out as part of these national accounts is productivity or productivity growth. And this is something that the Reserve Bank and the, the government have been paying a, a lot more attention to more re recently. And I mean, to, to measure productivity, what they look at is GDP per hour worked in Australia. So effectively, these statisticians they divide the, the GDP figure by the total number of hours worked over the period, and then they just work out the difference from the, the prior period. So the national accounts on Wednesday showed that GDP per hour worked fell by close to 2% in, in the June quarter, which is not great 
for productivity. And this infers that we are not producing you know, enough goods or services per person and generate results in, it can result in, in lower uh, living standards if it continues into the future as well. So this is something the government will, will be looking to improve through through policy changes into the future as well. Let's take a look at what global equity markets did last week. So US markets were a little bit unnerved last week with stronger than, than expected demand in the US services sector. There was also a sell-off in Apple stock as China announced plans to ban the use of iPhones in, in government. So that added to, to fears about the, the Chinese economy as well. So the Apple's share price was off about 6% last week. Locally here in Australia, we had several ASX 200 stocks go ex-dividend, which usually sees their share price adjust. There's investors are buying the stock. Investors that are buying the stock now after the ex-dividend date, they won't be entitled to the to the recent dividend that, that was announced. So when a stock goes ex-dividend, effectively, if you're buying the stock, you're not entitled to the to the dividend that will likely be paid in, in the coming weeks. So as a result, you know, it's very common for the for the share price to fall lower when the, the stock goes ex-dividend. So if we look at BHP, for example, on the, the 7th of September, it went ex-dividend and it, it share, its share price fell about 5.2%. A little bit of the, the China story impacting on BHP's share price as well, but for the most part, it was the, the fact that it went ex-dividend. The ASX 200 was down 1.7% over the week. The US's S&P 500 was down 1.3. The NASDAQ Composite was down 1.9. The Eurostoxx 50 was down a bit over 1%. The UK's FTSE 100 was flat. It was up about 0.18%. The Hang Seng in Hong Kong was down 1%. And the Australian dollar, if we look at it against the US dollar, it was down about 1.2%. It's now sitting at about US 64 cents. So that's really just due to the, the latest interest rate decision by the Reserve Bank. Looking to the week ahead, most noteworthy will be the release of US CPI or Consumer Price Index data for the month of August. So this comes out Wednesday morning US time before the US stock markets open. It is expected that the headline inflation rate will increase from 3.2% to 3.6% just due to higher oil prices in, in August. So this might, ta uh, this might test markets conceptually because on, on face value, you know, inflation as measured by CPI is, is rising again on a month on month basis. So it's going, it's expected to increase from 3.2 to 3.6. But what's important is the trend for inflation is, is heading down, which, which has really been the case in, in recent months. Locally in Australia, we'll see the latest labor force data for August, including the latest unemployment rate. I mean, jobs growth is expected to bounce back in, in August uh, after we saw a bit of a decline in July. So the unemployment rate is expected to ease back to its historic low of the, around that 3.6%. It's, it's currently at 3.7%. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for dialing in.